I get more of everything in my monitor, please? This will be changed. <laughs> this is a placeholder. <laughs> Welcome back to Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And this is episode eight. Welcome to episode eight, everybody. I'm glad to have you here. Um, I think by this time we're finally live. We've been sitting in the hopper for a little bit. But <laughs> sitting there, yeah. Do you sit in the hopper? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but we're releasing episodes. By the time you heard this, we're live on iTunes. Thank you all. We are number one in the world. We're number one. And we're Before we even started. That's right. Trending worldwide. Too many fans. Some of you should unsubscribe. This is our uh, Halloween episode. We're going to do the band Ween. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we think. It's, it's around Halloween. If not, you should have your costume picked out by now. That's true. Or true. have had it picked out and worn it by now. <laughs> oh, yeah. If the, I think the weekend, it like falls on a Wednesday this year, I think, or something. Okay. So it's, it's splitting the weekends kind of in a weird way. So if you went to a party, hope you had fun. If you haven't yet, there's still time to have some fun. There's still time to have some fun. Well, uh, if you need like a last minute costume idea. Uh, stick around for some suggestions. Yeah. We'll have sure. a ton at There's the end. There's plenty. <laughs> They'll be sprinkled in throughout the episode, <laughs> so you have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, anyways. What's, what's our pairing this week, Mike? This week, we've got some wonderful wines, some wonderful cheese. We've got uh, Equal Vision Records 2005 release, What to Do When You're Dead by the rock group Armor for Sleep, uh, paired with 1995's Wonder, Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Wonderful <laughs> film, uh, Casper. <laughs> yeah. A Bill Pullman vehicle. And the uh, theme would be the afterlife? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Living even after you're gone. Exactly. Yeah. And doing things when you're dead. That's true. <laughs> and what to do. Yeah. When you're dead. Perfect. <laughs> Devin Sawa does a lot when he's dead. I can't believe that was him. Yeah. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to the Lemonheads a lot. Really? It's been great. I love yeah. that band. Same. I used to like them a lot when I was young. Not when I was younger, but like a couple of years ago. Kind of fell off and then just picked them right back up like nothing ever happened. Dude, I for the longest time I was like, I only like their punker stuff, which is cool. Which is cool. Like, but I hate your friends and stuff. Is but really like, good. yeah. But like, it's a shame they about get, Ray. They get so much better. So good. Yeah. Come on, feel Lemonheads is like great. perfect. Yeah, and it's like mad long, but it's so good. For, totally. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to the Lemonheads. I've been listening to. Also, in a similar note, like that band Hurry from Philadelphia, they're like a kind of a yeah, power yeah, pop ish yeah. band. Yeah, I'm, they're incredible. I remember them. Yeah, I think I listened to them a couple of times. They're great. And then, uh, last but not least, I've been listening to a lot of weird, like New Zealand stuff. Like okay, if, like Flight of the Concords. <laughs> exactly. How'd you guess? <laughs> no, uh, there are these bands: The Clean, The Chills, Snapper, and The Great Unwashed. I think the only one of those I'm familiar with is The Clean. Okay. Yeah. They're they're older, right? Yeah. They're like 70s, 80s. I think it all revolves around Peter Gutteridge and David Kilgore, who are two dudes that like, I think they developed this like Dunedin sound or something like that. They're all kind of affiliated. Yeah. They all play in each other's bands and stuff. And I just like, I don't know how I came across it, but I put them all on a playlist the one day and it's been kind of in steady rotation. Cool. I think I, uh, I don't know if I've ever listened to The Clean, but I think that they played chaos and chaos one year really and i was like kind of vaguely familiar with them because of that maybe that's kind of cool yeah they don't seem like they'd fit that fest super well but that's i might be wrong i might be getting that's them confused with something else but i think that was them yeah no that's cool cool I'll look into it yeah what have you been listening to i've been listening to joey the, badass the name <laughs> no I, that's when i said on an earlier rec- uh episode <laughs> uh i've been listening to the new mitski record a lot oh cool be the cowboy it's so good it seems popular um I like her a lot in general, but this record is just, I love it. It's great. Um, What's it called? 
be the cowboy. Ooh. Oh, that's and, what you said, yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, did I say it? I Probably. Think so you said something about a cowboy. Um, I've been listening to some Pavement just in general. I feel like that's a band that I didn't really like grow to appreciate until maybe within this last like year or two. Dude, I don't get that band. I, I've tried to listen to them like a million times, but Same. I don't know. For some reason, it just kind of gelled me this time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you caught me listening to some Blink-182 the other day. Which I respect the hell out of. You're on that desktop Spotify game all the time. Like a mad But night. I was listening to Take Off Your Pants and Jacket while we were in driving around Maine. Uh, and then I put Dude Ranch on right afterwards. But I was surprised uh, how many of the words I still knew from Take Off Your Pants. Oh, that... <laughs> that one's, I think I know that album the best, especially like when the uh, the Christmas song was like coming to my head, like <laughs> as it was happening. I was like, "Why do I remember this? this is so like it's it's crude." Fast. They squeeze a lot of lyrics in there. They do, yeah. Um, that's about it, really. That's cool. Yeah, Blink One Eighty Two is always welcome. Uh, um, I don't oh. know. If, I don't know if they're emo. They're probably not emo, but they have a song called emo. So they do have a song called emo, which is a great song. I agree. Um. But we're not talking about Blink-182. We're not talking about Blink-182. That's another <laughs> band for another time, maybe. We're talking about Armor for Sleep. Um, what to do when you're dead. What to do when you're dead. Oh, boy. Is this band emo? Let's double check. Uh, I don't think they had anything snarky to say this time. Sometimes they'll give you a little like catchphrase or like a, yeah. a reference to a song or something. All they got on is this band emo.com is Armor for Sleep is an emo band. Wow. They're there emo. you have it. <laughs> the people have Undisputable. spoken. Yo. Did you like this band when you were younger? Like, what's no. the first time you ever heard them? Uh, within the last year. Really? Probably, like, okay. or I think around, like, Christmas time, me and uh, my housemates and our friends went down, like, emo uh, music video rabbit hole on YouTube, yeah. like, really, like, for hours. Totally. And uh, this was one of the ones that came up. And, like, I always knew about them, but mm-hmm. I never, like, really checked them out for whatever reason. I think I totally. thought their name was stupid. I still don't know what it means. I don't know what it means either. Um, and it's one of those bands. I did a similar thing in high school where I feel like a lot of people liked them and they were in like people's AIM profiles and bullshit, yeah. but like I never listened to them. And then I was at the beach with my family and like a family friend put them on in their car and I was like, yo, this is cool. And, uh, I like this album a lot. And I, I like went back and checked out the one before that. And they both, I think they both kind of hold up, but it's definitely like a novelty thing. I think that even when, uh, I was like probably around these guys age when this record came out. That yeah, that's like around twenty it. or so, or yeah. t- nineteen or whatever. For sure. And uh, I think even then, for some reason, I was just like, I'm a little too old for this band. And totally, yeah. Like just because of the people that liked them, mm-hmm. maybe. But I think that's why I never really checked them out because they were already sort of like yeah. too young for me. I get that. Yeah. For sure. And I don't like. It's tough because I do. It's it's tough to like change your memory of bands or whatever. But like, I don't want it to be a novelty thing. Like, I think yeah. I still kind of like the music a little bit. Well, they have certainly this is not parts. a novelty podcast. <laughs> damn, it. <laughs> damn it, this is not a nostalgia podcast. Uh, <laughs> kind of, but uh, <laughs> that's not uh, the intention. What was it? Yeah, absolutely. And I was I just know. gonna say, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Rob Doby did the artwork, and I feel oh, like he I was, was huge at that time. I was going to say, well, well, yeah, I was, I'll get to that in a second. I was going to say that. Um, say dude, what you were going to say. Dude, I don't even remember. You're blanking. We need to cut this. I'm, <laughs> I'm blanking hard. I like it. We're oh, they it. have parts of their songs similar to bands that I liked. Okay. So it is possible that I could have liked them had <laughs> I listened to them then. That's what I, I was like trying to I say. I like that you're giving them such a chance. It took me like <laughs> really long to get to that. <laughs> I like this uh, band a lot. 
Um, they had a DVD when this album came out. It was okay. like a tour DVD because I feel like all the bands did that. And it sound, it, I, I read like that it, it came with the CD, I think. Oh, maybe it did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the CD came with a cool fold-out, like, what to do when you're dead, almost like the re- book for the handbook for the recently deceased from Beetlejuice, where it's okay. like, a, like a fold-out of things to do when you're dead or whatever. Okay. Uh, illustrated by Rob Dobie. And there was a, a DVD, I guess, that came with it that was, like, very quotable at the time. Great. It was just them going through like the recording and process and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote about the cover art. Uh, <laughs> this is definitive for this type of email. Yeah. But I wrote, nothing special, dramatic tones of color, and a guy in a suit. I definitely tried. <laughs> Everything had a guy in a suit. Everything yeah. a guy in a suit with, like, no head. Yeah. Or, like, he was invisible flying. or something. I definitely or tried to, This is what I would try to do in Photoshop. I'd try to figure out how they did it and, like, make my own album art like this. There's, like, a picture of, like, a house, but, like, yeah. very harsh, like, floating over greens top of it. and mm-hmm. yellows and blues. and. I can picture it now. Good job. Thank that you. descriptive. <laughs> um... Should we just start from the top? We'll start from the top. We're just going to play. Well, ca- you'd, you'd listen to them back then? I listened said? to them back then, yeah. I, I think I had a hoodie, maybe. I don't know why. I, didn't, really, yeah. I didn't like them that much. It was enough, like a zip enough up to with quote like their the, DVD. the upper chest print, maybe, or like on the side. <laughs> okay, you were dead on with the first one. And it was just like the silhouette of the businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite a pocket print, but like a little askew. Yeah. Damn. Perfect. This guy's good. This guy knows his emo. <laughs> How do you feel about the length of this album? It's a long it's one. It's long, dude. It's like 44 minutes. We'll get into that in a second. I, I have some notes on that. We're yeah. like, they could probably cut a couple songs even. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So this is the opener, Car Underwater. Probably, okay. their big, probably their biggest song. Yeah, I think that this was maybe the only song I had actually heard before listening to this. Yeah. Um, let's just skip ahead a little bit because it rocks. Here's a nice rocker part. Oh, oh, right out of it. <laughs> Just a little taste there. Ruined that moment. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the album sounds really good. You were saying it was recorded by The Machine. The Machine. Who's, who's like a pretty notable producer, engineer. I didn't know of this, this man, but I, was, I thought his name was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's band recorded with him actually not that long ago. Cool. Isn't that cool? This is your friend's band, Lamb of God. <laughs> They're called Crobot. Okay. Yeah. C R O B O T. Sounds like a Digimon. <laughs> What's up, guys? You guys Robot Mon. <laughs> um, truth about heaven. It's kind of pompous to think you'd go to heaven. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like, what? He's just making oh, a wild So this assumption. album is a concept record. It is, for sure. Okay. Uh, did you read? Did you have the quote from him or whatever? I don't. I okay. meant to write it down, but I forgot. Uh, Let me see. And doesn't it just have to do with, like, he went through a really bad breakup and this is like a concept album about like committing suicide and writing it from the perspective of someone dead. That's exactly it. Yeah. That was following the completion pretty wild. of two songs written from the perspective of being dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Told the whole story from this viewpoint. I don't know. That's that's a <laughs> bit much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's so many uh like so it many seems a little dramatic. It's very dramatic. And I feel like all the like music techniques they use, like there's a lot of octaves and it's like I feel like it's very this is almost the quintessential emo album of this time period where it yeah. sounds the most like what you would say like, Oh, that's an emo band. That's that kind of yeah. emo band of like 2000. What is it? 2005, six? 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. They even have some of those, they have like some underwater sound effects. They do. Where yeah. everything is very muffled and you feel like you're in a car underwater. And there's somewhere it's, it's like raining and then it does this weird suction sound to pull you out. There's like a ton yeah. of like, 
crazy layered sound and this doesn't really happen until like the second half right is where a lot of this stuff comes in i'm like are they just trying to like fluff it up yeah it's very front loaded uh yeah the no, hits are in the front it's super front loaded the, you're right the whole second half loses me completely i like bits and pieces of the second half there were parts that stood out but like i was listening to it today dude they had a hard time for well, I had a hard time like getting through the whole record the first couple times I tried to listen to it. Yeah, just because of the length and like it's like forty-seven minutes or something like that. It's so it's, long. It's up there. I feel like it's fleshed out really well though. It's not just like two guitars, a bass, and drums. They throw in like synth. They throw in like electronic drums. It's like yeah, it's they have some stuff that like kind of switch it up. And it gets hit like certain and it songs feels are kind of heavy. Like yo, let me see if I can find the one song. It's oh, like, I think I had one of them written down. Is it uh, what's this one called? Stay on the ground. Stay on the ground. Yeah, this, this one like. Cool. Has like the parts where he screams and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, that sounds a little heavy. Um, yeah, you're right though. It's it definitely kind of like drags. I thought I was toward the end of it when I was listening to what's the song called? A quick little flight. Yeah, I don't even know. That's what like that's. one of the slow jams. That's like a with transitional a weird effect, thing, right? Yeah. I feel like if they're going for an LP, that kind of like winds down side A to ramp up for side B or whatever. But like their slow jams are like pretty yeah. terrible. True, I Ooh. must say. Basement ghost singing, if you remember that one, is pretty cool. That is that the like one with like the weird uh, dancey keyboard part? Oh, that's this one with like the looped little. Yeah, it's like electronic at certain parts, and I like this one. Mm. You don't. I'm I can. Out. I can see it yeah. all over your face. <laughs> it has some redeeming qualities, but overall, yeah. this might be my least favorite record Song? we've covered record. so far. Okay. Yeah. This might oh, be my fair. least favorite record of all time. Okay. That's not true. What's number two worst of all time? <laughs> Got you on a technicality. Got <laughs> you on a technicality. <laughs> there. I don't know. It definitely feels like a. Um, concept album because there are transitions from song to song that are like super good like let me look up this track list real quick right and here. it has like a bunch of like uh just general sounding like tones that yeah. kind of flow in and out of different songs for sure like the underwater thing and the weird yeah. like slow dreamy effect yeah i guess it's the end of basement ghosting and transitions into this song really well like it has a cool like transition part Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like they definitely took time and made it work. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, this song's called. The production Walk. is very high on this record. It's they did do that. The machine, baby. The machine, baby. <laughs> Nothing less. Um, oh, you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, this song's called "Walking at Night Alone," not to be confused with "The Girl Walks Home Alone at Night," the Iranian vampire movie. You ever uh, seen that? You're right. I was confused by that. That movie's sick. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, awesome. it's been on my watch list for a while. Adding it to the watch list. <laughs> um, what else do I have going on here? Okay, so I wrote down, you, uh, there are a couple songs you could cut. I think you could cut I've Been Right All Along, because I feel like that's literally just like territory they've already uh, covered. I screen capped that one because I was going to say that exact same thing. It's just like, it's an amalgamation of every song on the album. It doesn't need to be here. Yeah, that one and... Uh, the more you talk, let me see which one is like is one quick. I feel like could be cut as well. The more you talk, the less I hear. Oh, is this the one? That this beginning this part is cool, but then the rest of the song is not like that at all. Was this the video? No. Or was that remember to feel real? That's that one. But let this play for a second, because like this beginning, you're kind of like, okay, this is it's cool. cool. This is a metal song so far. Or or like, <laughs> it could be like a metal song. I could see it being like a. 
I don't want to say like a hot snake song, but like some, a yeah. band like that. And then it just, it just drops out. Does whatever's going on here. It has like a Thursday part. <laughs> and then. The weird choke. Yeah, basically. What is that? <laughs> Unnecessary. Um, and then it turns so into another slow jam. I didn't realize the first three songs are literally the three videos they put out. Yeah. First three tracks. Yeah, which, Lazy. We, which we just watched. Because I was worried that Mike was going to not watch the music videos again. If we can find a good shopping spot in here, I'll put in some of the Beavis and Butthead commentary we yeah. had going on. Yeah. Recover. Arm, armor for Sleep, Recover, and Say Anything in the background. Oh, I, I hate didn't Say Anything. Say Anything part. Sick, uh, sick poster. What shirt does she have on? Michael Jackson. Oh, weird. Oh, shit. I think I'm Rick Duffy's fluid. <laughs> doesn't, that, doesn't Daylight have a video that's kind of like this? Where they're like rocking on a house. Oh yeah, it's them <laughs> at uh, at side one dummy. <laughs> it's like they're rocking like in the in the office or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a cool. You shot. mean super heaven? Well, they weren't super <laughs> heaven yet. Or now were they? I think they were. Maybe they were. We don't know. No, we might be talking about different things. Are you talking about the UK daylight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. This video is terrible. <laughs> what do you think their current jobs are? Like insurance adjusters? I don't know. Uh, I read like an interview with the singer. Benji Jorgensen? Yeah. Uh, that was like the 10th anniversary of this record on like Noisy. Wait, the, that, whoever uh, interviewed him. Recent. It was like three years ago. Yeah. But uh, whoever interviewed him was like a super fan and was like, Uh-oh. oh, I bet like that really sucked how you were feeling then and I was like okay <laughs> goodbye <laughs> cool I bet that really sucked how you were feeling then. that's not like verbatim but might as well be ooh you already had them in different tabs damn right I did yeah, this one's promising this one's hang on who directed this Johnny Ching <laughs> Johnny Ching is that real <laughs> <laughs> oh this one's so much higher budget already but they brought the floodlights back from the OG video, I think. Oh, true. From the rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no gloves this time. Oh. Must not be winter anymore. You don't have to worry about the... He was wearing the fingerless glove, and then that other video was wearing the one leather, like, diesel glove. There's no story in this one. Just rocking. Where's dude. the story? Where are the Polaroids? I come to the Armor for Sleep videos for the story. <laughs> That dude's like the normie-looking dude, the red-haired guy. There's always like a normie ginger in every band. <laughs> For real. He's like just wearing like his like American Eagle hoodie. <laughs> oh, shit. Just that guy broke trying to live. Overall, uh, not great videos. Not One of them great. is noticeably lower in quality than yes. the others. The <laughs> Carter Water video has like every trope you would expect from this time. It feels like a Hoobastank music video. It does. They're playing on a rooftop of floodlights. There's like a guy in the band who looks like a normie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it's cold out. Someone's wearing fingerless gloves. Check all the boxes. <laughs> Everyone's got like fabulous hair. So I'm gonna let you just keep going. Just, uh, <laughs> More what, tropes. Here, I, I think I wrote some down, but right. I think I might have covered them all already. Nice. Yo, you don't like the closer? You think it's too long? The closer might be one of my favorite songs on the album. They have the refrain of like, "Don't believe that ever the weather is perfect the day that you die," or whatever. Really corny ass line, but I like I like yeah. bringing it back and bring it, make it all kind of cohesive. I think it's cool. That makes sense. But oh, it's definitely the music video also has slow mo. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is a trope. Cam in the slow mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what they do at the very end of the album is like it rings out and then they push the instruments over. 
and like you can hear the okay. clattering of all the instruments. I hate that. You do it like live. That. Don't do it on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a weird translation Song's over. thing there. Let yeah. it go. Be nice to your instruments. Be, be good to them. <laughs> be kind of the buzz. Well, I guess on the recording, you only have to do it the one time. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> do it every night of tour. Um, let me see. Oh, Very Invisible. The song that didn't make the album should have made the album. So, that song is kind of cool. I listened to it today. I was like, wow, I kind of wish more of it sounded like this. Yeah. It rocks. Yeah, let's one play for a minute. I will. They do a thing where like most of their songs, they have like a like a doldrums part for like a minute, minute and a half, and then yeah. it hits with a huge chorus like almost on the cue at a minute and a half every time. Fact check me because I'm probably wrong, but I, I feel like that's it. right. I'm not even gonna check. I just believe it. <laughs> and you should too. <laughs> um, you want to hear some of the tours? I do. Armor for Sleep went on tour with something, something Corporate, Stray Light Run, The Academy Is, Recover, Say Anything, Chase Pagan, Starting Line May, and Suicide Pact, All-American Rejects, and Hello Goodbye, Warp Tour, then they did Biology, Manu- Emmanuel, and From Autumn to Ashes, then Matchbook Romance, Love Drug, and Gatsby's American Dream, and then lastly, uh, Boys Night Out, Chiodos, and Action Reaction, which I think is probably just action, action. But holy shit, that wow. was all in one year. That's a lot of the heavy hitters, and like I forgot all about the band Love Drug until you just said that. I saw them one time. They're and sick. Gatsby is. Wow. Oh, Gatsby's American Dream. Yeah, that's right. That was like, that was somebody. <laughs> that was somebody at the time. Yeah, that was somebody. Um, I'm going to stop this song because I found out there's a hidden track, and I don't know what it is, but... What's the name of the hidden track? Does it have a name? Hidden track. Oh, hidden track. Yeah. I'm guessing this was either like a negative track or like a way late track. Did you just have this? It was just, I guess it just came with the album. I had this in my uh, iTunes from a very, very long time ago. I probably downloaded it illegally. Sorry, Armor for Sleep. I'll pay you the royalties. No. No, I won't. (laughs) It's too late. Once so many years have passed, you don't have to anymore. Oh, yeah. The statute of limitations is up for sure. Um,. What else we have? So it was like here? another slow jam, though. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's just probably like another. It's probably just saying the weather is perfect, the day you die, or whatever. Cool. But I I think it's a good album to listen to in headphones. It sounds great. It's very full. Mm-hmm. It's like a okay sounding car album, sort of too. Yeah. There is no Pitchfork review for it. Go figure. <laughs> uh, but Should punk, there be? Punk News gave it a three and a half out of five. That's generous but it's a i think generous. it's probably about right there yeah well you don't like it obviously i would give it like a like a four out of ten i mm-hmm. guess it's I'd like listenable once for i think me. i'd be a little more generous like six or a seven okay yeah, yeah i like it it's definitely not something i'd put on off and it's it's, it's very it's, much like a uh, it's a good like time capsule record though honestly of like a moment in time you know it makes me think of posting on absolutepunk.net if you remember what that was oh yeah i do i definitely had a solid like ten thousand posts on ap.net i never posted on there Active i would like poster. lurk it but i would never post on there it was sick wow. i was always in like the hardcore punk what one. was your username i was in the fringe one. Ooh, what was my username i'll get back to you I think it was like a Fall of Troy reference. Cool. Yeah, that's very cool. It was like the one that's like the math equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Remix. <laughs> yeah, this album, it's cool. Oh, yo. Um, so Ben Jorgensen, the lead singer, is married to somebody. Oh, yeah. You were trying I'm gonna to give ask you three guesses. Give me like some kind of clue first. She's blonde. She's about his same age. And she was on a popular TV show. Um, about his same age. She was so also like twenty in, in two thousand five. 
Yeah. Is that what you're saying? So she'd be about what? She's uh, like she's like 30, 30 like my age ish. now yeah. basically. Um God, I'm so bad with like people's ages though. That might have helped. Like, she's also in me. movies you've definitely seen. Name a movie she's in. Scary Movie 5. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Piranha 3 Double D. Oh, I can't remember the girl's name from Tucker and Dale. She was on 30 Rock. That's the popular TV show. Do you know who Katrina, ba- Katrina Bowden is? Like, if you see her, she was in the movie Sex Drive. Oh, she plays, um, what's her name on 30 Rock? I don't know. I've never watched the show. She's like the quote unquote hot girl that Ish. works that oh. works that works with them and then like everybody's always like distracted by her. I'll back that up. She's hot. I can't remember her name on the show, but yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Yeah. Uh, They're from the same town in New Jersey, which I think is how they know each other. They're from like Midland Park, I think, or something. What's her name? Katrina Bowden. Katr- or Bowden. Who knows? But good for him. Go go Ben. I, I forgot she was in Tucker and Dale. You straighten your hair, you got a good girl. What I don't even know how to pronounce her name in Thirty Rock. Well, you better give it a shot for wow. the listeners. She played Allison in Tucker and Dale, Shelby in Piranha 3, Double D, mm-hmm. and S- Carrie or Siri in That's 30 Rock? I don't I can't know. remember how to pronounce you, it. You sounded like you were going to remember it once it's you saw it. It's spelled C-E-R-I-E. Siri. Siri, how do you pronounce her name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. boy. I feel like any other time of the week I could hear like Tina Fey pronouncing it in my head, <laughs> but I can't. Because that's my inner uh, my inner monologue voice is just Tina Fey, not because of the show. It's not a bad one. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. She, what's she up to now? Um, She's in some movie called Fishbowl, California. Okay. Great. What's up, Katrina? If you're listening, big fans. Big fan, uh, not of your boyfriend slash husband's band. I'm a fan of it. You're cool in 30 Rock, though. I'm a fan of his band. Leave us a five-star review, please. I keep saying fan. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. <laughs> um, do you have any good Weird Al titles? I do. Uh, I don't know if it's good, but I got one. I just thought of one on the spot. We uh, got? Instead of Stay on the Ground, it'd be about an NFL team. It'd be called Play on the Browns. It'd be about playing on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> okay. Mine, uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Back to us in sports. Uh, <laughs> mine is, it could go two ways. So it's the truth about Lennon. Oh, cool. So it can be about... Conspiracy theory about John Lennon? <laughs> Dude, that's the first explanation. Conspiracy theory about either John Lennon or the death of John Lennon. Alternately, a song about Vladimir Lennon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like the John it. Lennon angle more, I think. Yeah. I feel like there's more potential there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was looking at Weird Al. I was listening to Weird Al, of course. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> and I saw two songs that made me laugh out loud that I've never listened to. I Want a New Duck instead of I Want a New Drug. Oh, which I don't is know if so I've heard funny. that one. And then Girls Just Want to Have Lunch. Yeah, that one's pretty good. That's He's a genius. Dude, listen to uh, Aluminum Foil. It might just be called Foil, but okay. it's from the last record. It's really funny. Cool. I'm it's supposed it. to be like uh, that song will never be Royals or whatever it is. Oh, who is that? Lord I have heard that. That's Lord. I okay. have heard that. When that album came out, one of my coworkers made me listen to it. He kept asking it's if, pretty good. if I liked it all day. Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Yes, Joe, I like it. Like it. <laughs> um, so Everybody I'll, I'll uh, again. tweet at us with your favorite Weird Al song. Please. <laughs> I'll listen to it and I'll give my full review. And we'll listen to it and tell you what we think. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing else to say uh, about Armor for Sleep That's other than their third album kind of sucks. What's your? Oh, you said you'd give it like a close to a six or seven. Yeah, their third album kind of sucks. You're saying? Uh, yeah, I, I never listened to either one other than this one. I haven't listened to the first or the third one though. The first one's cooler than this and more emo than this, but in like in the more traditional emo than like swoopy hair emo. 
Well, the uh, the interview I was reading with him, with the singer, mm-hmm. he like threw like a really odd band out to be influenced by from his old band, and okay. it, I was like, "How are you in Armor for Sleep if this band is one of your influences?" But I can't remember. Interesting. But it was like some like, just like a real band, like basically. a cool band, like a cool band. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So he's got good taste. Maybe this or is just it. his money money grab. Who I knows? Guess. I'm not going to say that. I'm a, I just told his wife I'm a fan of him. I can't <laughs> be saying this stuff. <laughs> Retract it. You you did tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> Directly. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's take a little break. Take a little and break. And we'll come back with something about being dead. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit more about being dead. What song should we some play for de- the transition? Good old dead cheese. Let's play Awkward Last Words for the transition. That sounds cool. Okay. It's so funny to hear these songs in our in our headphones because you listeners don't know how bad they really sound. <laughs> it's just so we funny. We usually to think of can't them. hear the vocals at all. It's just I, you can hear like every once in a while like some gang vocals of them saying in the studio going back over again. <laughs> it's, it's all you get. I don't know why it's like it's not mono. It's not. We're not just getting one half of it. We're just not even, getting vocals. We're not not at all. I don't understand what's but happening. But like, or we get them in there like so faint that you can't even tell. Yeah. You thought it was skipping because that first intro part just repeats, repeats, repeats. Yep. Um, but we're not talking about music. We just have to go off memory. We're talking about Casper. But before we talk about Casper, what have you seen lately that's been really cool? Um, only, only cool stuff, please. Only cool stuff, please. <laughs> well, I only have like two things anyway. Okay. Uh, I was on vacation, so I didn't really get to watch a lot of stuff. But when I got back, I watched The Death of Stalin finally. Oh, okay. I, I really liked it. I Yeah. Um, I, I liked it. Didn't love it. I thought it was. I just thought it was very like clever, funny. Mm-hmm. It it felt. I don't think it fell a little long, but I could see why somebody would think that. But it was really funny. All the performances were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, uh, today I watched that movie Enemy. Oh, what is that? You had recommended that to me at one point. Or well, you? It's directed by the guy that did the new Blade Runner and Arrival and Sicario. And oh. Danny Villeneuve, yes. who's doing the new Dune remake. He's doing the new Dune. That looks so um, sick. I can't wait. He's done a bunch of stuff. Prisoners. Uh, but uh, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. And His literal boy. It's like tri- trippy. Cool. Um, Adding it, it to the watch list. <laughs> Adding it to the watch list. Uh, but it's great. Uh, I had heard it was really good, but um, I didn't really expect it to be as good as it actually was. It was great. Sick. I highly recommend it. That's I'll about it. Check it, out. it was a good weekend pro wrestling, so I watched some of that. Nice. Uh, what about you? What have you been watching? I've been watching The Sopranos. I'm in 1,000%. Really? So yeah, I love it. I'm on like I'm like midway through season two, and it's great. And how many are there? About five or so? Six, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's I've great. I've never seen a single episode. Same until last week <laughs> or cool. two weeks ago. Three okay. Weeks. I don't know. Whatever. You've been watching I'm, on like Prime or something? Yeah. Cool. It's on Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also went to the Mahoning Valley Drive-In Theater, best spot in the world. You've uh, seen a lot of movies lately. I have seen like. a lot of movies lately. I've been I've been busy. That's a big list of them. Oh I'll save gosh. some. Yeah, I'm not going to read them all. That's crazy. Uh, but the feature, the double feature was Suspiria and the original House, That's which so was like good. some cool like psychedelic 70s trip. I think they're both from 1977. Weirdly enough, that sounds right. I have the Criterion of House. It was, it was wild, cool. And also Suspiria some, is one of the best. For sure. Of all time. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. There are scenes in that where I'm like, it's insane that someone thought to shoot that. Like, they're the cinematographer or, in which one? or Dario Argento. In in Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. House is cool with, like, effects and things like that. But yeah. The shots Suspiria in is insane. Suspiria are wild. It's so good. Like, one a of lot of the like swimming angles and stuff. And the color palette is insane. And the zoom in and stuff. Like, it's yeah. so good. Um, also, just saw the, the Meg. Terrifying dogs. Oh, the terrifying. The dog that bites everyone's throats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, saw the Meg. I saw the Meg. <laughs> I, I, I wanted it to be my last movie pass movie, but they <laughs> cut me off a day early, but I was so dedicated that I went and watched it anyway. It was not good. But At it was this fun. point, we both canceled movie pass. My man. I couldn't be happier. Same. If you're listening and you still have movie pass, just turn, turn off the podcast right now. We don't want you. Here. <laughs> um, did you talk about eighth grade on a previous podcast? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so you didn't. I can't remember if you did. I just saw it. It was good. Okay. I liked it. Cool. Not like having seen Lady Bird, it's tough to compare the two, but they're kind of similar territory and I like Lady Bird a little better. Okay. Um, And then I'll do one more because I'm just getting out of control now. Um, uh, It appears as though there's much more to eighth grade than the trailer leads you to believe. Is that true? Yeah. No spoilers, but. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, and last but not least, um, I'll just stop. But like uh, all the light in the sky. Have you heard of that movie before? No. It's Joe Swanberg. So it's like a mumblecorey kind of movie, l- way low budget, super indie, but it's awesome. It's really, really good. It's about um, a woman who's an actor, and her niece comes to visit with for her for, visit her for like a week. Okay. And it's just kind of like about them for the week. It's really awesome. Okay. It's um, what's it called it? again? All the light in the sky. Okay. Ty West is in it briefly. Um, Sophia Tikal is in it. She's the one main girl. And I feel like you'd recognize some people along the way, but no, it's it's great. Cool. Oh, it's got all the usual suspects. Larry Fessenden's in it, if you know who he is. He's in like he's the guy that gets killed in the very beginning of your next. Kind of like grizzly looking older guy. He's awesome. He's the great. The guy that puts his dad or something? Mm, oh, the, the dude in the house in the beginning. When okay. they're like, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Yep. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest way to recognize him. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I have too many more movies to say. So I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Um, busy guy. <laughs> busy guy doing nothing. <laughs> Let's talk Casper. Let's talk Casper, 1995, directed by Brad Silberling. Okay. Who has also done some other stuff that I didn't write down. Was it his directorial debut that I read? I think it was. This was also like the first movie to feature a CGI voiceover character as a main character Devin Sawa yes he, he didn't do the voice oh no. that makes sense because the voice was like childlike it was just <laughs> some some dude whose like picture looks like a hipster on IMDB now what's his, his name? present day photo say it I'm pull l- buy me some time I'll pull it up okay um <laughs> yo Casper's fun the ghost Casper I would party I would you would party with Casper yeah but not like when people say party, I think I feel like they usually imply drinking and doing drugs. I want to have like, <laughs> like bender kind of fun from Futurama, where I just want to like hang out and eat a bunch just of chips, goofy and, and burp stuff, and watch cartoons. And yeah, hang out. yeah. I cannot pull up the guy's name because I have bad signal. I right gave you here. some of the best stalling. I said he has like a weird name. Oh my 
God, dude. Sorry, okay. dude. Sorry. Either Sorry. way, <laughs> would you party with the uncles? Oh, who, for some reason, all sound like they're from New York? Stinky. Stinky, Fatso, and Stretch. Yeah. Who were, I read that they were the three cameos. They were Dangerfield, they were Eastwood, and they were, who's the third one? Mel Gibson. When That's not the, bad. Doing the voices? Not doing the voices. They were supposed to be like a reference There's to them. So Stretch would have been Clint Eastwood, Fatso would have been Dangerfield, and Stinky would have been East or uh, Mel Gibson. I don't understand how Check. Mel Gibson factors into this at all. Check the IMDb tree. Oh, wait. You didn't see the scene? Where no, the, I know the, the scene. The mirror in their I know the scene, but I don't understand how He's stinky? any one of them is supposed to be represented by Stinky. Talk to like in person, like in personality. Oh, you know what? Okay. Malachi Pearson did Casper's voice. <laughs> well worth the wait, folks. That's you come for the facts. And you that's stay what he for looks like. Oh, he was sick. He looks like if uh, Haley Joe Osment uh, owned a motorcycle. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Haley Joe Osment's sick. <laughs> uh, okay, it, so the movie this movie off. has uh, Eric Idle in it. It does. You know, I thought it was uh, Alan Rickman for a little while. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's great in it though. Eric honestly, it, yeah. Um, there are too many bad guys in this movie. There's like the kids that are mean. There's the three bad guy ghosts. There's the bad adults, Eric Idle and whatever her name is with a C. Yes, uh, uh, her character's name is Kerrigan. Kerrigan, exactly. Um, ben Stein's in this movie, dude. I about marked out for Ben Stein. I love a good Ben Stein cameo in Yo, a movie. I bet he's so fun in real life. He's so monotone. Like he's got that yeah. stigma about him. But and I he always plays like so a teacher fun. or something. Always a teacher. Always he's wearing amazing. a bow tie. Yeah. If you have dry, red eyes, clear eyes is a hit. <laughs> you come for the facts. You stay for my Ben Stein impression. You know, I think we might have forgot the clip. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> okay. One picture in history. That's what I'm afraid of. There it is. Nothing to do with the damn movie. No, very short-lived. Short not sweet. You know who does the voice of Fatso? Who? Ray Romano's brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> that guy that plays him. Yeah. Uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah. Right. He's like the tall dude. You know him. I know. I, know, I just I didn't, didn't know his name. Okay. Sorry. That's the only way I can really remember him. Yeah. Um, Yo, last movie had a Dan Aykroyd cameo. This movie's got a Dan Aykroyd cameo. Dude, so I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know if who I was Dan like, Aykroyd is. <laughs> I'm going to admit it here. I don't know who Dan Aykroyd is, okay? <laughs> uh, I missed that scene completely Ooh. when I was watching it. You're watching the director's cut? They're like, just cut Aykroyd. And I just watched it on Amazon. Huh. And then, uh, Same here. I must have just not been paying attention or something. It was or very it might quick. Have, it might have been when I fell asleep. Because I remember the rabbi part. Mm-hmm. It's right after it's right around there it's one of the times they're trying to like exercise the house he comes running out and just goes who are you gonna call somebody, somebody else. else next time yeah. yeah and then i read about that in the trivia and i was like wait a minute is that like a deleted scene maybe and then i went back and watched on youtube but it was, i guess it was there all along uh the guy that does the rabbi i think his name is don novello that's sure? like an snl character he did for like years really yeah which i thought was like very interesting that they like reprise that character yeah like he had been like he had been doing that character since like the 70s huh um that's crazy so there must be some sort of snl connection there like you said with Ackroyd too Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of cool i like that that was funny i was like i know this character from somewhere and i looked it up and i was like oh cool yeah do you think this is this movie's based on true like do you believe in ghosts do you think this is based on a true story i absolutely believe in ghosts have you ever seen a ghost no i wish 
I've seen a ghost. Okay. Do do explain. So if you feel comfortable, I do. Okay. Uh, I was like getting off the bus. I think I was either in middle school or like lower grade high school, like we'll say ninth or 10th grade or so. Mm -hmm. I was getting off the bus at the bus stop, walking home. I had a very short walk to home and, uh, for years across the street from the bus stop, there was this big blue house and there had been several houses on this piece of land for a while, but they all got torn down. There was this only one left. Mm-hmm. It had been boarded up for a while, but there was always like the very top window was like three floors, probably three stories. The very top window was always not boarded up. Okay. One day I looked up there and I saw a little girl. Creepy. Like this was like three o'clock, three thirty in the middle of the day. I got off the bus. I was just walking home, happened to look up there. There was a little girl in a blue dress looking down at me. Did she say anything? Well, no. She was so high up. Even if she said something, I probably couldn't hear her. She could have screamed. <laughs> there was a window, man. Anyway. She could have broken the window. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of what ifs here. Why didn't she break the window and scream to you? You're right. I don't believe it. Either way, she looked right at me and then like walked away from the window. Damn. And I like ran home. I would have And I home. remember it so vividly to this day. People I, will think I'm full of shit, but... Dude, I believe it, it. It felt very real. I believe every ghost story I've ever heard. So, like, I feel like I've, you know, not felt like ghostly presences before, but I've been, like, spooked out and stuff, but that sure. was, like, I saw one straight That's up. numero uno. That's, like, the one. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Not at all like this movie. I can tell you that. <laughs> this movie is not an accurate representation Damn. of ghostly behavior. Ghost expert Joey Breeding. <laughs> Yo, I'm Mr. Like Rogers made a Bill, cameo. I'm like movie. a regular Bill Pullman. Oh, your film friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Bill Paxton. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> More or less. He was in Bill one Pullman. of them, though, right? He was in one of the movies, okay. yeah. Damn, uh, my bad. Yes, Mr. Rogers makes a cameo in this movie. Oh, Mr. Rogers, the Mr. Rodgers documentary was sick, too. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. Um, so does Rodney Dangerfield, Clint Eastwood, and Mel Gibson, and the Crypt Keeper. And the Crypt Keeper, yes. <laughs> glad you, that scene glad was you really That scene was really funny. The when scene the, is fun. When the uncles first start messing with uh, Dr. Harvey, mm-hmm. and he like trans- his face transforms in the mirror, Clint Eastwood says something really strange. He says something like, I'll kill you, your mother, and all our bridge playing friends. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ronnie Dangerfield makes a joke about himself having like a facelift and it that being his old face or something like that yeah. still. I forget what Mel Gibson says. The Crypt Keeper says something and laughs. I was distracted for a while because my subtitles were a full minute ahead. So I'd oh, see like weird. I would see something about a facelift and be like, Well, how's that gonna come into the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's really strange. Would you not would you rather, but who do you think sicker? Winona from Beetlejuice or Christina from Casper? Um, in general or in those movies? In general. Well, I mean, <laughs> in the movies. <laughs> I think probably Christina Ricci. I think I like Winona more in Beetlejuice. I think... She's just so mopey. I love it. Well, I, I probably like her character more in Beetlejuice. Okay. But I think that like when this movie came out, 10-year-old me had a bigger crush on Christina Ricci. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. Okay. Bill Pullman scream in Casper or John Krasinski scream in A Quiet Place? <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, ooh. Uh, John Krasinski's makes me laugh more, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Same. same. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll bring that's it back pretty, to That's a pretty now. good. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank Bill you. Pullman in this is really amazing. He is great. Because if you think about it, he does so much of the acting by himself. To a tennis ball. To nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. To like a green, like they probably like, had those little like orbs or whatever. Like, yeah. I feel like there's some like the mocap balls or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 
um, just uh, just to like an empty room essentially. <laughs> Him cool. just doing slapstick stuff by himself, which I think is so funny. He's got like zero style in this movie. Like by design, he's a whack dad who's like singing off time and can't dance. I think I did the math and he's like maybe like 42 at the time of the filming of this movie. Okay, he looks good and for 42. I think I would probably dress like Bill Pullman at 42. I hope so. I got 10 more years. Yeah, he'll be dressing uh, fine by then. He looks great. <laughs> His hair always on point. Yeah. Always just like perfect part not quite bowl cut, but like that, like disheveled dad, yeah. shaggy hair. He's got like a Marty McFly, or not Marty McFly. He's got like a Crispin Glover. What's his? He's yeah, a, definitely. What's George McFly. McFly? George McFly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marty slash George McFly. I like the Stephen King reference. They're like, oh, not bad, huh? Like, yeah, if you're Stephen King. Yeah, that was good because they're in Maine. Because they're in. Um, Maine. I was just there, and I can confirm that everyone makes Stephen King jokes, no matter All what. All the time. Yeah. Damn. Uh. That's not true. But uh <laughs> Oh, there's a classic bucket on the foot scene in this movie. I love that. Like that's a good physical gag when someone steps in a bucket Who and does sticks that? the foot. I'm the, the dad. Well Bill Pullman. That's really weird because his nickname for cat is Bucket. At one point he says something like, How about that, Bucket? Or something like hmm. he calls her Bucket. My subtitles didn't tell me that. I was like, beforehand. that's a weird nickname. That's a very weird nickname. To like nickname. give your daughter. Bucket. <laughs> to give like your 15-year-old daughter. Oh, what's up, Bucket? Hey, Bucket. <laughs> I love you, Bucket. Uh, the I wrote, uh, Dr. Harvey keeps old issues of Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> just in case. Just want to go back. <laughs> just Yo. see what happened a month ago. Whoever did the set on that movie must have put so much time. It was like so it intricate. Like a lot of work. There was like a really creepy lamprey like a fish with teeth at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the staircase and yep. it kept creeping me out whenever i'd see well, that especially the set piece for when they're going in the uh the like laboratory when they're going oh, through yeah. the whole chair ride Dude. there's like so much crap on the way there like all the old lamps and then the crazy like get ready for the morning mm-hmm. like setup. i love a rube goldberg machine that was they're great so, so sick it was great uh, um, with like the shaving blades and yeah. stuff, and Eric Idle like gets all <laughs> jacked up because yeah. of it later He's on. He's trying to karate chop it. He's like trying to karate <laughs> chop the blades. He has like so much shaving cream on his whole head. Yeah, <laughs> that part was great. He was really funny for He's all those very bits. Funny. Um, the kids in this movie, it said the little kid. Um, he might have been from the very beginning or something like that, but it said it was one of the kids from the Sandlot. Sandlot. I couldn't pick him out. And, like, from Freaks and Geeks. He's, like, the first build or something like that. I'm assuming it went chronologically in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I don't I remember him, him at all. He yeah. must be in the very beginning. Be Maybe he's one of the kids in the car in the beginning. Must be. Must he must be. be. I don't know. Um, but the girl is a girl. She was in, like, Home Improvement. The mean, okay. the mean girl. She yeah, was, like, yeah, Jennifer yeah. on Home I feel like she, like, dated Brad or something probably, but, like, she was on Home Improvement Who's for Brad? A bit. One of the sons on Home Improvement. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah. about the kid in this movie. No, she's Isn't like the, the mean girl who's like named like Vic or something. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I watched it today. How am I? How can I possibly remember? <laughs> how can I possibly remember? Uh, this movie is the she exact was a jerk. She sucked. Yeah, she got hers though. She got she scared. Did. She didn't get hers. This is the exact plot of Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, and the ghosts room. look eerily similar. I think <laughs> they really do. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay, what can ghosts touch, and what can't they touch? I was so confused the whole time. They can touch stuff. They can't touch stuff. They can hear people. People can't hear them sometimes, but it's like... They can touch people. They can't touch people. They, like, phase through people. Yeah. It's but a children's he, movie. he, like, so. picks her up to fly with her. Is it because he's grabbing her by the clothes? <sighs> Is it, like, they can touch items but not people, maybe? But then, like, Harvey puts his arm around the uncles when they're all drunk, which is yeah. a great scene, by the way. <laughs> uh, okay, so can I just jump to the part where he they float? And he kisses her, and he's like, he says, uh, 
I told you I was a good dancer. Can I keep you? That what was a little fuck? weird, wasn't it? She would get so much shit for being the girl who kissed a ghost at school. This the next was week. he was still a ghost when this happened, yeah. right? Also, got five minutes. They were like, "Okay, you have till 10. It was nine fifty-five. They got one dance, and that was it. I know. Not fair. He said Cinderella got till midnight. Yeah. Cinderella wasn't twelve years old. Okay, well, she also got a whole. She got from like all day until midnight. He got from nine fifty-five till ten. Yeah. <laughs> Not fair. He got screwed on that, <laughs> that deal. poor kid. Uh, yeah, bummer for him. But def- but played by the dude from Final Destination, whose name I forget. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you say what? What's his oh, name? Devin Sawa. Yeah, 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 no, yeah he's yeah. like a famous childhood actor. Yeah, yeah, he was great. What else is he in? He's SLC in, uh, Punk. In that, he's in. Is he in Sandlot? No, no. He's an SLC punk though. He's definitely. An he's SLC in punk. Idle Hands. Okay, I've never Doesn't seen he? it. Yeah, he's like the main dude in that movie. I feel like he was in a. He was like a childhood actor. Yeah, he was around. Him and Jonathan Brandis are kind of similar swag. Yep. Um, this house was used to film the the uh, Backstreet Boys song wrote, "Everybody Backstreet's Back." I wrote that down <laughs> too. <laughs> well, I beat you like to the it, ballroom so. dance part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote Casper can retain water. Back to the oh yeah, that's right. Because he, s- he spit water on her to wake her up. Well, he like turns himself in like a rag. He mm-hmm. like rings himself out on her, which is like, kind of gross. Too. There was some cool, clever like cartoony stuff in this movie. I liked it. I like the part where he's making him breakfast. Oh yeah, that was so good. And then the uh, the uncles want just eat like giant plates of donuts. But yeah. then Fatso asks for ketchup. Super gross. There, he's disgusting. Yeah. He's Slimer, basically. Basically, yeah. The part where he's like in drag as mm-hmm. Amelia was effed up. Oh yeah, that's right with the dad. <laughs> that's the one of two times that he kisses Dr. Harvey in this movie. <laughs> the, the 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 bar part where they're where he's doing karaoke. What yeah. song is he singing? I forget. I can't remember, but uh dude the ugh, go ahead, sorry. He like just is off the rails and he like gives that long speech about how he's going to like tell uh Kerrigan to screw off and they mm-hmm. can like stay in the house, gets them all emotional. They're about to kill him. The dad was stoked to be dead. He was like, well, he well, was at first. To be dead. Yeah, he he like didn't even remember who she was. Yeah. Uh, and then also, Sella. he had clothes on. What happened to the uncle's clothes? Ooh. Also, they look so ridiculous compared to Kerrigan and Bill Pullman's ghosts, <laughs> who know. are like so much more <laughs> resembling of their right. like human forms. Maybe you, s- you start to resemble your human host less and less as time goes on. Uh, maybe there's my theory. Well, especially Brad, Cas- right. Casper only has four fingers. Do you just lose a finger um, when you become a ghost? Could be. He like even holds his hand up to his, his yeah. old uh, handprint. He might even make a comment about his baseball glove when he sees it too. His treasure, probably. Yeah. Um, Devin Sawa got a slow motion entrance, which is pretty pretty tight. Switching up all the back of the head for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> and all like the all the other kids and especially the girls are all, like checking him out while mm-hmm. he's walking by. He didn't have a freaking costume on though. I know. Well, so did she. She didn't really have a costume on. She was in like a white gown. Well, that, I do remember what I wrote on my letterbox review that earlier. Was it. Now. Yeah. it was like, here, put on this dusty ass old <laughs> dress. Yeah. Basically what Casper says verbatim. Perfect. Uh, the kids, where were the kids when the dad was getting murdered, by the way? Where was the whole school during that part? Save this man. He was at a bar across town. They like flew away with him. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was back by the time the party started. That's true. But yeah, it was kind of messed up. How I thought the, the bar was in the house for some reason. <laughs> It was kind of messed up how the whole uh, class and the teacher was just like, oh, we're having a Halloween party at your house now. Mm-hmm. Didn't even ask her. Didn't even give her time to ask her dad. I mean, they like told her to ask him, but yeah. they're basically like, oh, what we're just doing at your house now. Well, Jennifer was like, we can have it at my house. And she was like, I live at Whipstaff or whatever it was <laughs> called. <gasps> Let's go there. Whipstaff? <laughs> you don't say. I don't know. I thought it was a good movie. 
Yeah, I liked it. Have it you, holds had, up. Had you it, seen this before? Yeah, when I when it like came out. When you were a baby boy. When I was a baby. When you were when, a baby. when I was ten. How is baby for? When I was like ten or eleven. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. I got a couple more quick notes. Please. Uh, there's a part where the ghosts throw up on Doctor Harvey, but it looks like shit. Uh, Gross. <laughs> uh, Casper, when he's trying to convince Cat to be his date, or to let her have him be her date. Uh, he's like kind of the ultimate where's my hug kind of guy. Yeah. Which is pretty problematic. Pretty, pretty gross. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Did you find anyone in this movie that could have been you or me? I did not. Um, Should we leave it up to the listeners? We can leave it up to the listeners. There's not really many duos. No. Like Just Kerrigan Eric and, Idle and Eric Kerrigan. Idle. Or... Uh, Christina and Bull, Bill Bull, <laughs> Bull, Bull Pillman. Bull Pillman. <laughs> what up, Bull Pillman? Um, um, don't, don't. I wouldn't worry about it. You're off the hook. Vic and the girl. Okay. Well, <laughs> we could be the two kids from the beginning. Yeah, sure. From the quote that we played. <laughs> Squint, squints and not squints. <laughs> if it's squints, even we have to revisit that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> ben Stein and the whole classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. You can be Ben Stein. Cool. <laughs> we could both be Ben Stein. Hell yeah. Thanks, dude. What's, um, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 44%. That's kind of low. That's a little harsh. I think I gave it a 6 out of 10. I would give it a, also give it a 6 out of 10. That's why I have it written down. Because it's like, it's fun. It's, it's a kid's fun. movie, so you got to change the scale a bit. I had a good time with it. But it wasn't incredible. It's it, wasn't, not, it wasn't Angels in the Outfield. It's not <laughs> you read my mind. I was going to say, <laughs> it's no Angels in the Outfield. Damn. But it was, it was still fun. It was... Uh, Going into it, I was like, "This is gonna be a, this one's gonna be a hard one to get through." Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a, it was a good time. It's kind of long for a kids' movie. I feel like most kids' movies are like, it's like an hour, hour fifteen. Yeah, it's like an hour forty almost. Yeah. I think almost on the nose. Yeah. Um, that about does it for that. that. Does it? So that brings us to uh, our segment. Okay, you go, you start because I I have ideas, but I didn't I didn't Mine's write great. down this time. Mine's not great. Uh. Put a tall glass of water. Okay. Because you can hold water. Car underwater. <laughs> oh, nice. We'll say it's salt water. <laughs> and uh, a choice of oh. over easy or scrambled eggs. Are you implying that he crashed into the ocean? Well, how else? where else do you put a car underwater? Like a lake. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Any. Where are they from? Deber- they're from Jersey. Okay, so the the it's probably ocean's the ocean. a little more accessible. It's probably the ocean. Uh, a choice of tap or salt water. Okay, and a choice of easy or scr- over easy or scrambled eggs. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> of Casper, That's she's pretty like, good. I hate sunny side up. <laughs> and he's just and like he just like whips them up real <laughs> yeah. quick. Well, he also does like a cool thing where he filters the orange juice through his hand to get the pulp out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it gets his weird ectoplasm in there instead, probably. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I was going to go with like uh, my thought process for this one was like, I'm going to wing it and think yeah, of something. I was thinking something similar to yours last episode, like what you'd bring to a funeral, but like, yeah, I don't the know. The record was hard to get anything from. There's not honestly. much for the record. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Water. <laughs> oh, like dead flowers. You need some dead flowers. Okay. Some dead okay. flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bill Pullman was at the bar. So just like a nice shot of gin and some dead flowers. Okay. Sick. That's that's my that's taste. Good. Of it. That's, that's horrible. 
I promise gin to and be better. Flowers. <laughs> Yum. The classic meal. Gin <laughs> blossoms. All right. Hey. There we go. Um, let me see if I can get a little music going for our other segment. I okay. finally, I finally did this segment. Oh, so you're putting a little bit more effort into it now. Okay. All right. So this is a segment called Wine or Cheese. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Well, do, I'll, do, I'll do we go? Do we go one for one? Let's do one for. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll do one for one. Cool. You can start us off. I thought I had a hundred things to say to you, Casper. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, who says it? I have no idea, but not I just know it's not the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to live again. I want to start everything over again. Ooh, that is a hard one. Arm for sleep. Yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with the Casper where he says, I'm going to be alive. <laughs> Ooh, that's a really good one. I, was, I didn't find that one. My, again, my subtitles were telling me a minute ahead. Yeah, I, yeah. All the time in the world. <laughs> um, if I try hard enough, I'll pretend that I'm flying above some trees. Armor for sleep. Damn it. Basement goes singing. No, it's <laughs> a, a quick little flight. Oh, uh, the one yeah. that's like boring. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you hurt me? Can I hurt you? That is Casper. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the part when where. she's like, can, can you hurt me? Can I hurt you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, no, nah, you're fine. <laughs> I don't have any more. You don't have any more? No, do you? Okay, let me see. I wrote down a bunch, but a lot of them aren't good. Um... I'm out of time and I can't breathe. Armor for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can get one I more. I don't know okay. any of the song names, really. Last one. Hi, we're armor for sleep and we're in a car underwater. <laughs> Wrong, Casper. Casper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I think we got them all, right? Yeah. We did Damn. pretty good. Good stuff. Proud of you. We're getting a little too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's not as fun when we're both paying attention. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Memorizing the whole movie, the whole album. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to say. <laughs> How is he going to get me this time? Um, so um, what should we do for our uh, next pairing? Let's – we have some suggestions. Okay. But should we leave it up to somebody? Let's leave it – I think it's time for us to uh, maybe have a guest. I think you're right. Next episode. Let's call somebody. Let's make a call. Can we hear this in our headphones? I wonder. Hello? Damn, it didn't work. Hello? Yes, Michael. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. You're on a you're on a podcast right now called Wine and Cheese with Joey Breeding and Mike Paulshock. How's it going? Uh, I haven't heard of it. Okay, well it's not it's <laughs> kinda out, but it's not out. Um, what are you what are you what are you selling? <laughs> we're okay, we're selling that we'd like to have you on our podcast for next week. Uh, do you have a pairing in mind? Yeah, I want to do uh, Mineral, uh, Album and Serenading, and the movie, The Rock, featuring should-be Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, okay, well, we'd love to have you. Um, so to the listeners, you heard it. Tyler, thank you for answering your phone when we called. Not a lot of people do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have our people call your people. We'll, we'll set something up. Great, yeah. I don't have anything else uh, ever going on, so that's perfect. Sweet. Okay. A lot of positivity. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so wait, do we have to hang up? I'm so alone. Yeah. Let's. Ha- okay. We're gonna we're gonna hang up. We gotta go. Time. We gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, bye. <laughs> All right. So you heard it there. Yeah, thanks, uh, Tyler. Sorry that our technology failed us again, but um, <laughs> Tyler's gonna be on next week talking about 
You heard it. <laughs> Mineral. Mineral. Art and serenading. And serenading. And, and the rock. The rock. Sweet. All right. We're going to have a guest. If you, if you guys don't like the guests, sorry. Yeah, just um, we'll give you his address. <laughs> you can write him some hate mail. <laughs> um, sick. Well, okay. until, until next time, uh, check out Cinepunks.com. Check out the other shows on the network. And check out the Patreon. Absolutely. Yeah. And as always, thanks to Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. You got some shirts on the Patreon? <laughs> yeah. Hit them up. Hit them up. And uh, go to xvlvacx.com if you need, like, um, a bunch of family reunion shirts printed up, uh, shirts for your band. You're talking, like, the whole deal. The blink song family reunion. If you want to, like, just um, screen print the days of the week on all your underwear. uh, Which I do. Which I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it professionally done. When you say family reunion, you mean the Blink-182 song? Yes. Okay, cool. I want that T-shirt, too. Absolutely. With all the lyrics (laughs) printed on it. The we'll worst make, words. We'll make one copy of it. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, check out our Twitter and Instagram, Wine Cheese Pod. Thanks. The same Gmail if you've got any questions or stuff you want to write in about. Thanks to friend John. Well, sorry about that. The thanks, thanks to friend John Weed for the logo. Yeah. Hoping to have him on a future episode to Absolute. talk logos, to Absolutely. talk emo. Yeah. And uh, give us a five star review, will you? And if we didn't mention it, check out Cinepunks.com. We did. Okay. Do it again. Do, uh, check out If you did it com. while you're hearing this, do go back and do it again. Yeah. Thanks. G- give us a five star review, would you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> repeating them. All right. That's it. I'm Is sorry. Is there an echo in there, here? There's an echo in the bunny, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>